What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. Y'all, I'm so excited. So I recorded a podcast episode. I was actually a guest on the Parallel Podcast. So the Parallel Pod is a show that is all about Christianity and sexuality. And so I went on to talk about abortion as a Christian. I had an abortion about seven years ago. I actually did an episode here on Power and Pros. I believe it is my eighth episode. So it was very early on in me being a podcaster, but I created an episode about forgiveness. And I talked about forgiving yourself and how important that is. But that act was the area where I needed to kind of forgive myself. I already felt that I was forgiving with God. Me and the dude was straight, right? So there was a lot of outside forces where things were good, but I didn't feel good with me. And so that was something that I had to reconcile because I didn't regret it. You know what I'm saying? I I guess I did. I regretted the fact that I was in that situation, but I could not be nobody's mom. Okay. So I had a lot of things that I had to kind of talk to me about. And so I discussed that in that episode. So if that is something that you're going through, not with abortion necessarily, but just needing to work on forgiveness of self, then I suggest you run it all the way back to episode eight and talk, re- listen to the episode entitled The Power of Forgiveness because it is super, super, super important that as we're speaking out that we First, affirm ourselves. When we affirm ourselves, it gets a bit easier to be able to affirm other people, to be able to share our stories and that they actually hold power and weight. And sometimes that happens with time going by. Other times it happens by you actively taking some steps to do something. And in that episode, I share a couple of active steps that I had to take. But in this guest feature episode that I did on the Parallel Pod, I go a bit more into my actual experience with abortion pre me getting pregnant once I found out I was pregnant and then after I had the abortion itself and talking about God's love and his restoration throughout that process. So hit the link in the show notes to get into that episode. It was so powerful and I'm so, I'm just so excited that it's out and a lot of people have already been DMing the kid and telling me how they can relate to my story or how it helped them or they can't relate, but it's just something that they felt empowered in listening to And that is why I do what I do. That is why I press record. That's why I share things. And I've had to remind myself that since the episode has come out. There are times when I'm talking to someone and they don't really care what I'm talking about, right? And I feel that I'm being vulnerable for no reason. Or there's times when I didn't think I was being vulnerable at all. Somebody's like, oh, wow, that was so vulnerable. Thanks for sharing that. That was brave. Thanks for sharing that. I wish I could be courageous in that way. These stories are important, this, whatever. And I'm like, girl, I just told you what I had for dinner yesterday and how I made it, right? Like to me, it's a small thing, but it's never small. And this episode, this moment, those DMs reminded me of a story. In John 5, it tells the story of a man who he could not walk. And Jesus walks by. First of all, it says that there was a large number of disabled people that were blind, lame, or paralyzed. So it was a bunch of people. But we end up zoning in on one man who was lying there. And it says that he had been disabled for 38 
years. Okay. That is a, a, a plague of not being able to have a full range of motion for 38 years. I ain't even 38 period. I'm being on this earth. And he was disabled for 38 years. It says in verse six, when Jesus saw him lying there and realized that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? And after the man said, sir, the disabled man answered, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But when I'm coming, someone goes down ahead of me. So he didn't even answer Jesus's question. Jesus said he going to be made well. And he's telling Jesus the previous times when he tried to be well and what other people got going on. Da, 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 da. Jesus's response. He don't even respond to what the man's talking about. Verse eight. It says, get up. Jesus told him, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man got up, picked up his mat and started to walk. Now the day was the Sabbath. And so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, this is the Sabbath. The law prohibits you from picking up your mat. He replied, the man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. Get into this. So this man 38 years, he cannot do something. 38 years, he's seen evidence of other people. It's all these other paralyzed folk around. They also can't just get up and start walking. So he feels that he has all the data that he needs to inform him about his life, about his situation, about his story, about his power or the power, the lack thereof that he has. He encounters Jesus, encounters Jesus. And Jesus encounters him. Jesus, it says that he realized he had already been there a long time. So Jesus knew the intricacies of his story, not just what he saw in that moment while he was walking by. He knew the background. He had additional details and information. He understood that they were layers to this story. And he addresses the layers. He addresses the story head on. He don't ask the man, hey, how have the last 38 years been for you? Hey, have you been jealous of all the people that you've been seeing walking around in the city square and doing something that you can't do? Like he don't even do all of that. Hey, you got bread for the doctors to go and try to fix you. He don't ask none of that. He says, do you want to get well? Period. Do you want to get well? That's the thing. Jesus addresses it at the roots. Ignores the contortions and the reasoning that the man comes up with and then gives him the instruction and the instruction heals him. It says instantly. Jesus does that with each and every one of us. And he did that with me. You'll hear as you listen to the episode on the parallel podcast that I have some feels, right? And God was like, you know, I can fix that. Like you don't have to feel like that. People will try to tell you that after you've committed a certain sin, after you've talked a certain way, after you've gone a certain place, after you've gotten that degree, you can't pivot into another career. After you've gotten an abortion, you can't, you don't hear from God. You can't have a podcast talking about God, huh? That's not a thing. People will tell you after you break up with that dude, ain't nobody else going to talk to you. So you have to stay with him. People will, t- people will tell you a lot of stuff. And <laughs> let me tell you, it's never right. It don't take in all the layers. It don't take in all the intricacies of your story. And it doesn't speak to been called to be by Christ. It don't speak to that. Only God can speak to those parts of you. And listen to what it said. It says that the people 
saw that the man was healed. First of all, that's a miracle. You've been seeing this person not be able to walk for 38 years, and you tell me nothing stirred up in your heart, nothing felt so moved in you, right? And that's how I feel. I think that there gets to a point, especially between when I previously shared about my abortion story to now, if somebody just try to come and tell me something about I'm a less of a citizen in Christ's eyes or something like that because of this, this situation, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell me nothing, bro. And you wouldn't be able to tell me nothing because I've spent some time and I had a point on my mat and I'm up and walking. That's a miracle. There are people that are down and out somewhere right now because of things that they've done. There are people that truly aren't hearing from God because they don't feel that it's even a possibility. And that's just not, that's not my story. And I'm so thankful for that. And this man had that same thing. The Jews are telling him it's the Sabbath. Ain't no work supposed to be done today. So if you got healed today, you got your miracle today, you should have got it yesterday or you should have waited and got it tomorrow because today is off limits. The law prohibits you from being able to do this. People really think that the law is what governs our movements. And I ain't talking about like speed limit laws and nothing like that. But like the laws of old that are in the word, they think that that trumps Jesus. Jesus is the law. Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the light, right? So even on the Sabbath, Jesus told this man to get up and walk and he did just that. And so that was his response. The man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. He had an understanding of what happened to him. He believed enough to actually pick up his mat and do it. Because we do know he could have missed the moment if he didn't believe. If he just thought Jesus was crazy, he could have stayed on that mat and then had the ability to walk the rest of his life. But he actually believed enough to follow the instruction, pick up his mat and walk. And it didn't matter what seemingly was going to be some opposition coming his way, what people were going to think or none of that. He followed the way and he understood where the way was coming from. And that is what inspires me to share. That's what inspires me to be vulnerable. Is there going to be times when we'll go through something? And yeah, even for God's original intent, his original idea I don't know if God wanted your girl to get an abortion, right? Like, of course not. However, he can have you take things that are out of order or to other people that just seem real off and that you can't come back from or that once you're in that space, like, yo, the law prohibits you from being able to enter this type of intimacy or to experience this type of blessing. And Jesus will tell you the exact opposite of that. He will tell you to pick up that thing and walk. And you being able to do that will be proof to you that he's Lord, that he gets all the glory for the things that happen in your life. And it'll be proof to others of the same thing. This man... Later on, it says that Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, see, you are well. Do not sin anymore so that something worse doesn't happen to you. And then the man reported to the Jews that it was Jesus who made him well. And so he gets another encounter with Jesus, first of all. So we don't see that it's just a one-time thing. God encounters us over and over time and time again even if we mess up even if we have done things that aren't right and he always calls us to go back to being made righteous through his view not the view of ourselves not the view of other people but through his 
eyes. And he says it. The first thing he said was, not, don't sin no more. First thing that he said wasn't, go tell everybody what I did for you. It says, see, you are well. He wanted the man to truly get who he was called to be in this season. You are a man that's well. Because people only know you as the man that used to be sitting by the pool that couldn't walk. That's what they knew you as for 38 years. So I want you to know who you are so that when you're walking in the newness of who you've been created to be in this season, that you have an understanding because other people ain't going to get it. It's not going to be a quick get. It's going to take a little time for them to understand that the mat that's in your hand, that's under your arm, is the very mat that you were laying on. That's what this episode was for me. Honestly, I'm thankful that I wasn't down and out long about this situation. I knew that the feelings that I felt were bigger than me and I had to go to God about it. And so that's what I did. I'm so happy that I did that because now being able to do podcast episodes and talk to more people. I've had so many conversations even before this with people about this situation or just other situations, times that we do things that we're not proud of and how we go to God about those to have him stand with us in those times. And that is literally John 5, picking up your mat and walking, having an intimate combo with God and telling him where you are, where you've been. He creates the space for that, understanding that God is a God of layers. He gets the layers. And so he can speak to the pieces of you that your homegirls, they just ain't, it ain't a quick gift for them. Like, you know, the people that are in your industry seeing you build something, they didn't build that way. Oh my God, there are so many people in my old job, old heads, where they're talking about how things went in their day. And so they will be the Jews in this story that's trying to say, well, you know, so-and-so, it doesn't really work like that. Or typically people don't accept X, Y, Z. If you go to the bank, da 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 will happen when you try to ask for whatever, right? And that's because they have a limited view of what can happen because they're only basing it off of what they saw. But your layer is different than their layers, right? When you make a lasagna, lasagnas typically are made one type of way. But we ain't lasagna, right? So our layers aren't all going to be the noodle, the meat, the cheese, the noodle, the meat, the cheese. That's not how, and the sauce, right? That's not how this works. My layers are different from your layers. My layers of myself at 29 are different than the layers of myself at 19. So each of us have these things and God meets us in the layers of our life and he can speak to them in such a way where something that held you down or something that you experienced, something that you didn't even have the language to talk about, you are able to not only talk about but truly feel invigorated by on the inside and be able to express it in a positive manner no matter who is watching on the outside. And that is where God wants us to get. That's when you got a real power in your pros. This man could have been walking around and been like, yeah, well, I know I used to have a walking problem. So if y'all not used to me walking or whatever, I guess it's fine. I'm going to try to make, you know, imagine, imagine you get the miracle of a lifetime. You get a miracle you've been waiting on for 38 years and you still act disabled for other people. That's what it looks like to not walk with your power. That's what it looks like to have something that you're supposed to share that can set other people free. That reminds you that you're free and you don't do it. That's what it look, That's what it would look like is you getting this blessing that this man got in John 5 and sitting on your mat 
when the very one and true Jesus uh, then told you to get up and you just lay back kicking it for the sake of other people. You have a desire to walk. You have a desire to be set free. You have a desire to start that new thing, do that new hobby. I have a homegirl, her people aren't always supportive. And I won't even say that they're, they don't uh, necessarily knock her down or try to stop her from doing things, but they just, I don't know. They don't speak life into things. And it's small things that she'll try to do. And it's just a rebuttal. And the rebuttal isn't because she's not capable. It's simply because they have a block on their eyes of what they can do. So imagine if she decided she wasn't going to start doing pottery because her mama and her cousins ain't never did pottery and they made a joke the other day. No, if I want to do pottery and God has blessed me with some extra change every month to do a pottery making class, why wouldn't I go and make my little cup in pottery class? Like, you know, and that's what it looks like when we hold back from sharing our truth, when we hold back from sharing our power, it's just, it puts an unnecessary block on who we are. And we walk around holding a mistruth, a myth about ourselves. If this man did not get up, he would still be walking around calling himself disabled. And that would not be the truth because Jesus told him to get up and walk. Meaning being not able to walk is not a problem that you have anymore. <laughs> Me not being, uh, I don't know, me being chained down by action that I did that Jesus died on the cross for me to live free from, that's not something that I have to worry about. As soon as I go to God, I went to another person, confessed my sins to him and was made whole. I got a complete understanding of like who I am, even with this sin, even with this thing that wasn't God's best for me, I am straight, right? But if I don't do that and I don't talk about it, I really think that when we talk about things and it has to be the right time, right? I think that I truly believe I can't leave the abortion clinic and the next day do that podcast episode. Ain't no way it would have happened. You need time and not just time for time's sake, but time to digest, time to process, time to journal, time to cry, time to... Be cool, but sit with the cool for yourself and not immediately have to go to others and say, hey, this thing happened to me, but I'm good. See, I'm good. I'm see, I'm good. I'm see. Like you sit with the goodness for yourself for a while. So the time, there's a lot of things that happen with the time and you use it well for that reason, but you have to get up, get out and share that thing because the share is the final unlock like it really makes it real and this episode helped me to realize that connecting with people off of a dark time in my life or a time when I'm just like dang I really gotta make a decision right this is allowing me to connect with people in a way that I had no idea I would be able to connect with that's power. That's power. And if I didn't take that moment, if I didn't take Jesus serious, that he's like, I can really get down in the dirty with you on any and everything. If I take him up on that for real, for real, I wouldn't know that. 
And there are going to be more instances where I'm going to have to share something. But because I believe that when God said, pick up your mat and walk, that I actually can do it. And it don't matter that it's the Sabbath. It don't matter that the Jews going to be judging and hating. It don't matter that people are going to be questioning. It doesn't matter that other people are sitting and they're still blind, lame, paralyzed. They're still waiting their blessing. But God's told me I'm free. I got to move. And so that's the power tool for you today. I want you to listen. The power tool is to listen. Is God on your block? Is he asking you if you want to be made well? Has he told you to get up and walk? Because if he has, you might want to do it. You might want to get up and identify that now is the moment that you have been healed. And it don't matter that it's a Sabbath. It don't matter that people ain't going to get it. It doesn't matter that other people seem like they in the spot that you used to be in. If he declares that you've been made well, it's time to pick up your mat and share the healing that you received. And it makes the healing a layer deeper for you. It makes the healing. You understand that the healing is a healing that can't be taken away. The man could interact with the Jews multiple times and not have fear that he's going to be disabled again because they had an issue with his healing. He was able to stand in their face and be like, listen, babe, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm good. Your boy is straight. I can walk. I can talk. Okay. And that is the final unlock for all of us. But it started with him recognizing that wellness was even attainable. No matter what sin that you face, no matter what opposition is in front of you, no matter what season it is for you right now in your life, Jesus is asking you, do you want to get well? If you want to get well, have a moment with him. And this man's moment wasn't long. We get one verse between Jesus asking him that question and him receiving his healing. One. One sentence. There's a song by Maverick City that says, with just one look, everything changes. Jesus give you one look, your whole life can change. But you got to tune in when he's asking you if you want to be made well, if you make the juice and the time of year and what people going to say and all of that bigger than the fact that you could be made well in the first place, your healing is a piece that you'll never get because you have convinced yourself that it's not the right time or that it's not possible or that God can't do it because of these other factors. When he created you and those factors and he will bless you in spite of those factors to prove just how God he is. So the power tool is to tune into that. Don't turn Jesus down, turn him up and listen. If he's calling you to be made well, take him up on the offer. Don't be sitting there calling yourself something when he has claimed that you are something else. If you haven't, Listen to my feature on the Parallel Podcast. Tune in. The link is in the show notes. If you follow me on Instagram at Zest of Desk or on the podcast Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast, then you saw that I shared it already and you've likely tuned in. If you have, I appreciate y'all so much. It is a great show. And if you are dating right now or if you're single and just trying to keep afloat while you're not mingling, it's a great show 
for trying to do that with the lens of being a Christian. So tune in. There are plenty of episodes. But if you have not listened to my episode, it's just a great example of how we can take situations that have happened in our life and share them with other people. And there is a unlock for them, even if you haven't experienced the same thing. And I think that's what's so great is that when we share, sometimes we think that we're only to share stories about your parent being an alcoholic to somebody else who their parent is an alcoholic. When really there is somebody who can listen to your story and they don't have that same experience, but there's something that you did or something that you said or a way that somebody talked to you during that time of you going through your journey and going through your healing that can set them free. And so sometimes we'll cut ourselves off from sharing stuff because we are thinking that there's only one way or one audience that needs to hear what we have to say when we can bless so many people. I don't know who encountered this man with his mat, but I'm sure there are a bunch of able-bodied people that he encountered. And yet there's something else that was going on in their life that they needed healing from, that they needed an encounter with Jesus on it. They needed to see that their layers were seen and being able to see him walk around town with the mat that he laid on being in his hand could have drawn them to get closer to God. And I believe that it is the same for you. Take a listen to the show, see what you connect with in my story, even if it's not your story. And then think about your story, your journey. How can you share something with somebody else that could set them free? If you haven't already, be sure that you subscribe to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. It is my newsletter where I share all things how to own your power each and every week. You can also tune into your girl on YouTube. I just shared another vlog, which has some miracle mindsets that I have been putting in place to help me as I combat this past season of depression that I had. I was not feeling that. And so I've been talking about that over on YouTube. So if you have been kind of in a space where you're trying to keep it afloat and there's been some mental battles going on, I might have some tips for you over on the YouTube channel. And that link is also in the show notes. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose. Bye.